You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline back doing another episode of NXT via WWE Network and or Hulu, depending on how you uh, choose to watch it. And uh, before we get going, though, uh, I also want to mention we're gonna, we are going to talk about, or at least I'm going to talk about NXT UK. You didn't get a chance to see it, Jacqueline? No, not this week, okay. unfortunately. I'm not gonna like I said last week. We're not gonna not gonna do a full review of the show. I'm just gonna give thoughts. But I I first want to bring up that this has been a really bad last seven days in wrestling. Uh, you and, you and I were talking about the Roman Reigns thing uh, yes. just like a second ago, where he uh, came out on TV and told everybody that he's battling leukemia. For again, this is right? yeah, I like it's back. Yeah, like nobody even knew he had it before. Wow. Um, the word is because I went and I rarely go and watch any of Raw, but I went and watched the mm-hmm. beginning uh, of the show, and the the word I've heard is that maybe like six or seven people knew what he was going out there to say. So, like, when the show starts and the announcers are, like, you know, really happy and plugging things, and then they cut to Michael and Renee and Corey afterwards, and they look absolutely crushed, it's because they did not know what he was going to say when he came out there. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, that was was really tough. Um, And it's also not the... uh, the, I mean, the other thing that happened is really bad, but it's not on the scale of... Uh, somebody has Cancer. leukemia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so on NXT this week, there is a match that or that we're talking about anyway from last week's show. This week's show isn't aired yet, but it will tomorrow. Uh, from the show that we watched, they did uh, a match that ended with an injury, right? Uh, which was a, yes. a fake injury for the show. Uh, but the show that aired directly after that, which was the Mae Young Classic, featured an actual injury which was <gasps> really horrible it was from this uh oh, no yeah it's from this uh girl who is uh her name is tegan knox she's been on she's been back in nxt for a little while uh okay. but she hasn't made it to tv when she first signed she was going to be in the may young classic last year and she injured her acl in her left leg Ooh. And she was out for almost a whole year, and she came back for this year's May Young Classic. The word or, or rumor was that she was going to either uh, go to the finals or maybe even win this year. And in her quarterfinal match, she's wrestling against uh, Rhea Ripley, and she does a dive to her outside, and it looks r- like a really harmless dive. Uh, and she gets caught and they land and everything. Uh, but she's, she gets up and she's moving really bad. It looks like, uh, 
she's having trouble with her knee, her Ooh. other knee, her good knee. And she Uh-oh. continues the match for a little bit and then takes a drop kick and lands. And uh, she's the one who tells the referee to stop the match after that. Wow. And it's one of the saddest things I've ever watched Aww. in wrestling because the whole, I mean, it's in full sale like all these shows are. So it's not yeah. a big crowd. And they are deathly silent because they also know this girl's story that she hurt her leg last year. This year she hurt her good one. And it's really heartbreaking to watch because the doctors are tending to her. And she's crying and she's saying stuff like, I can't do this again. It's really hard to watch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the poor girl. I have no idea why they even aired this, to be honest, because it it kept re-breaking my heart over and over. It was really tough to watch. And um, she later posted, like, what happened to her other... And it sounds like her just her knee and everything exploded. Like, she has multiple tears and bone fractures, and it sounded awful. I feel like these wrestlers, like a lo- mm. like the people we watch, and like the May Young Classic, especially because like they're the up and comers. Yep. Like they don't stop for anything. So for her to have stopped the match, I think is just like. Yeah, I mean, it just she tells you how crazy it was. Yeah, yeah, she was hurt really, really bad. Uh, wow. So Aww. that's that's horribly sad. Uh, but it was. Luckily, it was taped like two months ago. This is something I sort of knew was coming. Uh, And by all accounts from her, like all of the surgeries and stuff that she had went better than they normally do for things like this. And her, she's two months into rehab and she's doing better than what's projected for this type of injury. So hopefully she'll be, she'll be back soon. Hopefully, uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah, it just sounds like one of those snake bit things where she was signed and she's spent most of the time she's been signed injured, which Ugh, sucks. is awful. But uh, let's try to not dwell on the negativity because there's too much of it this week in pro wrestling. I know, I'm like, let's move right to like the show. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's too much. I mean, look, there's like so much real world negativity that we kind of look for stuff like this to... Get oh, away yeah, take from us it. Out of it. And then unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. this is one of those weeks where there is just, you know, bad stuff here too. But um, going on. there are other things to talk about. Um, I want to quickly uh, mention that I did watch NXT UK, uh, yep. the first episode. I was kind of wavy about how uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to really like it or not, but it turned out to be a really good first show. It's very similar to NXT. Uh, at least in like the format and how it watches, it feels very much, it feels very similar to that. So it's not anything different. Uh, The stuff that stands out uh, one, uh, there are a lot of really cool looking venues in the UK. Uh, Mm. So I'm not talking about like big arenas, all like you go to big arenas, you see stuff from big arenas here. If you watch raw or SmackDown every week, They'll tell you they're in a different city and in a different building, but you can't really tell. They all look the same, most of these arenas. Right. Uh, they were, they ran, they're running smaller venues and more intimate surroundings for most NXT shows anyway. And mm-hmm. the place they ran this show at, where they did the first set of tapings, is this place called the Corn Exchange in Cambridge, uh, which. Oh. 
Okay. They call it that because it, that's what it literally used to be a billion years ago in ancient England was a place where they would <laughs> literally like buy, sell and trade corn. Uh, it's since been turned, okay. it's really old building. It's since been turned into like a music venue and it's just oh, nice. really unique looking uh, place. And I keep forgetting how much I also love UK crowds because they're, oh, yeah. they, sure they're fun. they very much love their wrestling and they're very much supportive of their wrestlers and they sing songs and they have all sorts of chants. And this crowd, at least for this episode, was very, very lively. Uh, they introduced uh, some interesting characters. There's one character in particular that uh, I think you would like. Uh, Ooh, okay, I'm intrigued. Only because, okay, so he's he's not Otis Dozovich. He's like, mm. he's, he's similar. He's a knockoff Otis. He's not a knockoff Otis. Okay. He's like a mirror Otis. Oh, then I'll love him. <laughs> he, his name, his name is, his name is Bomber Dave Mastiff. I love it already. And he, I forgot that I've seen this guy a long time ago. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time, but he comes out here and he is not particularly tall but he is stocky and super round like Otis Dozovich is, except he's not like wacky and uh, he's mm. like, he's not wacky and animated. He's more uh, serious and killy. Uh, but like they would be a good team together because they're so mm. yin and yang, but they're also very similar. <laughs> and I'm just imagining these two men squishing people. It would be a lot oh. of fun. And I know he, what you're saying. Yeah, and he had a match where he basically squished a small man, uh, and mm. it was a lot of fun. Uh, they uh, they had Tony Storm out there, who's going to be their featured, uh, for the most part, featured female wrestler. She's really good, and right. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen her before, but her character, her her look is kind of 80s rock star, sort of. Okay, like so, Joan Jett? Uh, yeah, kind of, well, I mean, she's like, she's from like Australia, so she's like gorgeous oh. and has blonde hair, but she's, you know, okay. like, like spiky jean jackets and aviator shades and rock gotcha, music gotcha. and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's also very, very good, um, uh, wrestler. They featured her, uh, Mustache Mountain was on the show to do a promo talking about, uh, when they introduced the UK tag titles that, you know, they're, they're gunning for those. Uh, main event was Pete Dunne defending the UK title against Noam Dar, who is a 205 Live guy. Okay. Uh, normally has nobody cheering for him or anything because he's on that show. Here, he's really popular because the fans know him from his days working there. And they mm -hmm. had a very, very, very good TV main event. Uh, awesome. So I would say overall it was a really good show. And, uh, I mean, they're still going to be for weeks now, they're going to still be introducing talent because they've got, a, they've got a lot of people on the roster, but right, that's going to take a while. Yeah. Uh, I would say so far, uh, it's pretty good. And the commentary is very good. Moro Ronaldo is not doing the commentary for this show. It's, uh, yeah. it's Vic Joseph who called one takeover. He, there was one takeover where Moro was doing like a boxing pay-per-view or something. Okay. Uh, for Showtime, and he filled in. He normally does the commentary for 205 Live, uh, and he's actually very good. Mm. Uh, it was him and Nigel McGuinness who does NXT commentary regularly. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So uh, it was very good. 
Uh, I Ooh. would, and there were apparently not many people, at least in the United States, watched it. So I would recommend watching it if you like <laughs> NXT. So if you're just like, you know, I've got too much to watch because that was a common complaint. I've got too much to watch already. I would say just stop watching Raw and then go watch this. It's it's way better. There you go. And it's like a third less time. So. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about NXT episode 473. The first thing I need to do, Jacqueline, is apologize, uh, because I arrogantly and mistakenly thought that War Raiders yep. and Undisputed Era were main eventing, because I figured it's a tag title match that would go on last, but... Right. I, I really thought when you said that last week, I'm like, no, it's gonna be Nikki and, and, um... Uh, Bianca. Oh, what's her name? Bianca. Like they had the better match the last time, but I didn't say anything because I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I my feeling was that a title match would go on last, but what I did okay. not know was uh, how story oriented the show is going to be, yes. and ultimately <laughs> the Nikki Bianca match deserves the spot it was in, considering what they were doing. Uh, at right. the end of that match. Stuff I was not expecting. I was expecting a regular old episode of NXT. Uh, what I was not oh. expecting was for this to be the start of the build towards the next TakeOver show, which is what yeah. this was. This was the very first step towards uh, mm-hmm. TakeOver uh, War Games. So, yes. Uh, and if nobody has seen War Games, you should go watch the... To get an idea, you can go watch the last NXT TakeOver War Games on the uh, the network. And I think those are I think those takeovers are available on Hulu as well. Uh, but I would I would recommend going back and watching them. Uh, it is. Uh, did you see the first one? I did not. I did not. So okay. So it's crazy. Um, the first... I have had it explained to me. So okay. I'm like if okay. So if anybody is unaware, it's a show where there are two rings back-to-back, and the War Games match takes place inside one giant cage that encompasses both rings, Mm -hmm. and at least, I don't know how it's going to be this time, it might be the same format, or it might be a different one, but uh, in the first one that they did, there were three teams of three, and uh, each team had a captain, and they started the match, and then there would be a countdown, and then when the countdown ended... Uh, randomly selected for the terms of storyline, but obviously not randomly selected. Uh, the one captain's team, the rest of his team would join him and then they would have an, an advantage until the next team gets released and then the next team gets released. And then by the end, there was a million guys uh, battling all over the place and it was crazy. Uh, and they're going to do the same thing this year. So presumably, I'm going to guess... Involving Undisputed Era, based on how the show starts here. Yes. Uh, it starts with War Raiders uh, taking on Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Uh, the I don't blame the crowd here. I think this was near, maybe near the end of the, the taping block for all of these shows. They were really into it in, at the beginning and at the end. And it just kind of fizzled. In the middle, though, they were kind of worn out. Mm-hmm. But this was a really good, hard-hitting match. Uh, War, it was. War Raiders smashed these guys all over the place for a while. And then the bad mm-hmm. guys sort of came back a little bit. And uh, Adam Cole tried to interfere, but was uh, thwarted. Hmm. He was uh, 
he didn't get a chance to to really interfere. And then it looked like War Raiders were going to win. They hit their their fallout move on Kyle O'Reilly and were going to pin him when Bobby Fish came. Well, I mean, we've seen Bobby Fish in the promos backstage, but he has not come out to the ring in no months. It's uh, been a while. Yeah, he came out with a chair, beat the crap out of uh, the War Raiders, was bending this chair over their backs. And yep. uh, that caused a disqualification. War Raiders won by DQ, but the Undisputed Era are still the champions. Right. Uh, so what did you think of the uh, the Open? Were you disappointed? I should say, were you disappointed by there not being an ending? No. I I kind of figured they weren't going to lose their title. Mm-hmm. I just... I just was like that. It's not the time, you know. Like it's not now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I sometimes forget with like the, all the storylines and stuff like that going on yeah. that Kyle O'Reilly's actually pretty good at wrestling. He's really good. Um, yes. So I was like, oh, like he should just do this more often, <laughs> like <laughs> instead of talk. Um, but that was cool. And then my big question after this match, though, is like, hmm. What's Bobby Fish going to do now? Like, because he and Kyle O'Reilly were tag team partners. Yes. And then he got hurt. And Roderick Strong turned heel when he was partnered up with um, Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. So he got placed on the tag team. So I'm like, what's Bobby Fish's role now? Like, yeah, so what is he going to do? <laughs> it's it's interesting because um, I'm sort of wondering the same because I don't see. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want I don't want to. Um, I guess, uh, undervalue Bobby Fish, but I feel like he would work better teaming with Kyle. I I don't Mm -hmm. imagine Bobby doing more singles-oriented runs, so I'm wondering if, uh, now that they're back to being uh, four-member strong, that maybe Kyle and Bobby go back to teaming together, and Roderick goes goes back to singles, and maybe he focuses on, like, the North American title— and Adam Cole bumps up a little bit and starts focusing on the NXT championship. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, it's what I, it's what I would do if I were in the shoes of the people making those calls. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Roderick strong, he was such, he was so flat by himself. So he'd have to really like step it up. Yeah. He had, he had like a moment as a singles guy for a little bit, but then you're right. He kind of fell flat and then this whole teaming, like turning heel and teaming up with Kyle, like super rejuvenated him. Like they're yeah. Ky- him and Kyle are really good as a team. They are, and it kind of like I hate to say this, but it kind of worked to Roderick's advantage that uh, mm. Bobby Fish got hurt. Yes, <laughs> like. that's one of those. That's one of those things of like happenstance where yeah. um, somebody gets injured and somebody else ends up getting a spot that they wouldn't have otherwise got, and then right. they. Uh, then maybe they run with it, and then that person becomes a huge star. It's yeah, it's one of those yeah, yeah it's it's one of those weird things that sometimes happens yeah. uh, in this business. But so it'll be interesting to see that all shake out. But I still I do like the War War Raiders, and I hope that they get another shot at the title. Yes, so, because they're just fun to watch. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so next we had Shayna Baszler killing poor Britt Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. I know what they're doing here. So there's like, there's, there's always going to be the part of me that is like, I wish they just signed Britt Baker. And I, I like Britt Baker a lot. She's okay. 
Uh, I've seen her a few times on the independence and she kind of stands out to me. Uh, I think she would be really good. Um, And she kind of, uh, I mean, she'll, I think she'll make it in on her own. I, I always hate it when, because uh, Britt Baker, I think, is engaged to Adam Cole, so there's always going to be somebody who's like, you know, she, oh, she has an in. That's how she can really get in. interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I hate it when people say stuff like that. I'm pretty sure she's good enough mm-hmm. to get in on her own, uh, having watched her work. Uh, but she is a legit. They note they noted here that she's a dentist, and that's true. She's a legitimate dentist. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what a change of careers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny, like, she has, like, an entrance video on the indies, and it's, like, an x-ray video of, like, a foot kicking a skull and, like, the teeth go flying out, which I think is awesome. Huh. Uh, that is pretty cool. So, yeah, she's a, so she's a legit dentist. But that didn't help her here. Shanna came out and uh, got her, Shanna, Shanna worked her down to the ground and then did her, like, arm manipulations, like, elbow stomp thingy. And mm-hmm. uh, Britt was injured here, and they had to stop the match. Right. Uh, and then Shayna also uh, attacked her again with, like, a, a killer flying knee thing uh, to Britt after the match. So Just unhinged. Shayna means business going into this Evolution show. It's true. It's true. Uh, what did you think of this? I mean, there's not, there's not much to think about, but... Yeah, I was going to say, as soon as I saw... So I didn't. I don't know Britt Baker. So as soon as I saw her come out against Shayna Baszler, I'm like, oh, I know what kind of match this is going to be. Like, oh yeah, I know me who's too. Winning. I know <laughs> yeah. what's happening. You know, like you just know. You're like, all right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it. I think it just further it. It really just furthers character for Shayna. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, as yep. we all know. I'm a big fan. So. Yep. Uh, there was a pretty much no reason to air it at all segment with William Regal pacing in his office when he was questioned about what Nikki Cross might know. And Regal is still unsure about what she might know. Uh, and, uh, he said he needs answers. So he plans to talk with Nikki after her match tonight. (laughs) We got my, (laughs) my favorite short lived tag team of all time. Bing and Rocky <laughs> against uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Uh, I say short-lived because Tian Bing, the very tall man who yeah. was in this match, uh, was just released like days after this show aired. What do you mean? Oh, he's not? Yeah, they, re- they re- released him from contract. So oh. he no longer works there. He was the one of the first men from China that they signed. That's sad. Yeah, but he got his he got his TV appearance here, teaming with a man I've never heard of before, whose name is apparently just Rocky. Rocky. No first dun, name, dun, no dun, last dun, name. Dun, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> and not to be confused with the Rocky, or Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, he's not. Or the Rock. Dwayne the Rocky Johnson. No, <laughs> uh, this was not. This was not that man. I just love that their entrance video just said Bing and Rocky. Yep. I had no idea what was happening when that popped up. I'm no like, one did. <laughs> what? I'm like, what is this? Uh, then uh, Lorcan and Birch came out. Uh, Bing and Rocky got a little bit of offense in on them, but this was mostly a sh- another showcase for Lorcan and Birch, who mm-hmm. uh, fired up, hit their, uh, their double-team DDT thing, and uh, Lorcan got the... 
got the win. Another win under the belt of Lorcan and Birch. So they're uh, probably marching towards a tag title match of their own. Uh, yes. As they continue to rack up wins. Uh, any 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 particular thoughts about this? Uh, are you sad that Bing and Rocky can't be a thing anymore? Uh, no. Um, I don't. I, I didn't expect them to ever really be a thing. Nah. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, once I saw that uh, name, I just I just thought that this has yeah. to be a, a a thing that happens more frequently. Uh, <laughs> I spent most of my time fig- trying to figure out if Bing and Rocky sounds better or Rocky and Bing. Rocky and Bing for sure. Yeah. You always end with the ing. But I do like Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that they're getting more regular airtime. So mm. that was a plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so caught up on Rocky and Bing. I'm like I'm trying for some reason I keep thinking like a Christmas special. But I'm like, <laughs> is it like Rock Hudson and Bing Crosby like singing oh, Christmas? <laughs> Sing Christmas music. I don't know if uh, that's what I'm thinking of, but yeah, I'm so. And, and all I think of when you when we keep saying Bing is Chandler, so Chandler I just keep Bing. thinking of like quippy Friends episodes. You yes, know? yes, yes. <laughs> Clearly, he's the funny one. <laughs> yes. God, I mean, I don't know. Do you think Tian Bing is the funny one? Between, I mean, his friend's name is just Rocky. He seems like a character right there. I mean, you got to be the more... If your name is Rocky, you have to be the more serious one. Yeah. I you can't play into it too much. And I think he's Chinese as well. I don't know how many yes. Chinese men are named Rocky. It's... I, <laughs> I feel like that's, you know, he's got to be a character, right? Oh, yeah. No, that can't be your real name. I only know one person in real life whose real name is Rocky. Other than yeah. that, it's all... That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had our main event, Nikki Cross, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, a great match. Started out oh God, a little, it was so good. It started out a little slow, uh, mm-hmm. but Nikki beat literally the glitter off of Bianca Belair. Oh my God, it was all over the place. <laughs> I had, uh, Jen, Jen had came in, uh, she sat down, she does not watch wrestling, but uh, she had nothing else to do at the moment, and she knew that I was not going to be turning this off, so she patiently sat there. And with all this glitter everywhere, I had to, like, ask her, I'm like, does this stuff come off easily? And she's like, no, this stuff no. does not come off easily. No, they will be finding it for, like, years in that um, <laughs> in that ring. Like, are they just going to take that canvas and burn it like you're just never going to get it all out of there? Like, they probably should, because vacuuming does not work. Like, I, I can tell you that. <laughs> like, Nikki is covered in glitter. It's like, these girls are going to take, like, a hundred showers and it's not going to come off. No, it's going to be everywhere. This seems it's like be a, your fingernails for days. This seems like a bad idea. I don't know why they did this, <laughs> but... Uh, it, was, it looked pretty in the lights. <laughs> it did. Bianca, Bianca made a choice, a bold choice. Uh, it did not ultimately pay off for her. Uh, they 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 beat each other up back and forth. Uh, they had a really good match. Uh, Bianca was trying everything she could to put Nikki down, but Nikki would not. Uh, to the point where Bianca started getting mad at her and just telling her to stay down. It and, was pretty awesome. Yeah, Nikki would just smile at her. Uh, they uh, uh, the the ending of the match saw. I think they did a, a superplex. Yeah, I think they did a superplex because they, they're both down. She's super- yes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, 
Nikki Nikki jumped off the top rope and Bianca gave her the hair whip. Yep. To the stomach, which Bianca does not do the hair whip very often anymore. Uh and she But did it was it a good here. use of it here, yeah. Yeah, and the crowd went crazy and Nikki fired up and gave her the superplex and then something horrible happened. Jacqueline, <gasps> the lights went out. <gasps> and so scary. Not only did Bianca but also the referee were apparently transported into the void. Yep. They literally disappeared. The, As can happen, yes. The screen went dark. There everyone like everyone is laying in the ring. The ref is standing there counting. Bianca's dead, Nikki's dead, and the lights go out, and then the beginning tones of Alistair's black music plays. And then it stops, <gasps> and then the lights come up, and the referee has disappeared, and Bianca Belair has disappeared. And instead, there is Alistair Black sitting cross-legged in the middle of the ring. And the crowd's going crazy. Uh, I was not going crazy. I'm like, oh my god, what happened to Bianca? She's vanished. Yeah, because you're like, let them finish! (laughs) Yeah, well, plus I'm worried that, you know, she literally just got transported into space or something. Like, she's just Uh floating out there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Who knows where she went? Jacqueline it's impossible to tell I don't know Alistair Black just put her in the void I don't I didn't think he had Undertaker like powers but clearly he must oh my god maybe he does and then the Undertaker finally retire for good yeah and then like, Alistair Black's gonna take over uh, I love this storyline it's, un- it. it's Undertaker <laughs> Black and Bray Wyatt who have these transporting abilities where they can yep. just make themselves appear and disappear but uh so he's sitting there and the crowd's going crazy and then they start chanting Nikki has a secret and Mm -hmm. Nikki is all wild and crazy and giggling and flopping around the ring and then Alistair just holds out his hand as if to say cease and then Mm -hmm. Nikki ceases yeah she's like she's like the Nikki whisperer yeah like he (laughs) knew and she just stopped like you know uh and the crowd, the crowd is consumed by a bunch of snakes uh, as they're all shushing each other, yeah. uh, trying to hear like the shushing. At first, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're shushing each other to kind of hear. But the shushing kept going for so long that it became kind of funny to me. And I chuckled yeah. out loud. There was so much shushing. <laughs> uh, and she crawls up real close to him. And Alistair Black just says, tell me. And mm-hmm. she goes and whispers in his ear, and Alistair lowers his head. And then, because it is pro wrestling, and this only happens in pro wrestling, he became a seething mess of rage. Quivering yep. and red-faced and angry. He couldn't even express himself. This, For me, this really works with Alistair Black's character, because this isn't him. He's normally zen and calm and very mm-hmm. cool, and never breaks that... Uh, thing and here he was in Ray. Whatever Nikki said to him, whatever name she whispered, got him really like he knows the name Enraged. of the person. Yes, he knows the name of the person who cost him his title rematch, who put him on the shelf for months, uh, and that is how we went off the air without uh, any sort of revel- which, of course, they're not going to tell us anything here. But not yet. Um, what do you think of this? this ma- this match was so the match was so great and like oh I just wanted them to f- keep going like Bianca mm-hmm. Belair is just amazing and Nikki Cross I think um 
for as crazy as she is, I think she does a really good... I think they play off of each other so well. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I thought the match was so good. So I, I can't wait to see them actually have a real rematch at some point. Um, yeah. But also, if this is a start of Nikki Cross and Aleister Black like teaming up together, I am for <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm for it. Like, I'm, I I'm, want her to accompany him to the ring. Yeah. I want him to accompany her. It is going to be beautiful. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I got to say, I'm really pleased that they're doing um, a main event storyline angle involving a mm-hmm. female that yes. doesn't also involve uh, a relationship or dating right. or whatever the usual things are. I think that's really cool. And normally I would not like a show where it begins, your two biggest matches begin, or your two ma- your two big matches end with no finishes. That's usually right. no bueno for me, but they did, they, in both cases, they gave you something. Uh, yes. At the, yes. At the end of the tag title match, you got Bobby Fish returning, which is clearly the start of setting up something for the War Games thing, putting Undisputed Era fully back together. <laughs> Uh, obviously the end of the main event here was the beginning of the end of the Aleister Black storyline. Yeah. So is Aleister Black back? I guess is now the question. Okay. So he's like, he's not hurt anymore. No, he is. He is cleared. Yes. So, so I, I think it's going to be a really cool build because war War games is what in the next like three weeks, two weeks. It's in no, no, it's in uh, November. Yeah, November's like a week and a half away. I mean, not okay. I mean, I know no, I know okay. the early part of November. I think it's okay. It's I want to say it's maybe mid November. Okay, well, but still, it gives you a few weeks to like really build this, and I think it's going to be fun. Yes, there's <laughs> there's no announced main event for next week. Uh, mm-hmm. The big thing that they announced was that uh, William Regal is going to announce the NXT Championship match. For war games <laughs> so we'll find out what that ends up being i don't think there's a scheduled match main event so uh we'll kind of see how that is uh what would you give this week's episode then on the old one to five i'm gonna give it a four okay i enjoyed it a lot we're on the same page this week i gave it a four too cool yeah this is a good episode uh like i said even without the finishes sometimes if you do the story stuff right, you can do yeah. matches that don't have endings, and I think they did a good job. You could some, I mean, you can make the argument that you shouldn't have two matches like that with no ending on the same show on a show that's that short. You can make that argument, but I was I was okay with it. NXT does not do this stuff that often, no. So, and usually when they do, it tends to mean something. So I don't let my other biases. Uh, impact that normally I would hate it, but NXT does a good job with it. So I can yeah, like this it. is definitely the way to do it. Like even with the was it the last takeover where a, a bunch of the matches ended without a real finish? No, like, no, no, no. I think mo- almost every takeover has uh, finishes in their matches. They don't. They don't really do that on takeovers. What What was the takeover? Where it was Gargano versus Champa? Mm-hmm. And it I mean, ended. Those... They've, yeah. I mean, those of those of all and those all have um, endings to them. Like the last takeover, where yeah. it was the last man standing match. Like that was different because you can't yeah. win that match by pinning a guy. So it was you know whoever yeah. whoever's still standing after a ten count. 
Um, but, right. But so, but, but I think NXT does it much better than main roster is what yeah. I was getting. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it was kind of a cheap win by Ciampa, but it sort mm-hmm. of, that sort of works for him. Uh, okay. Let's uh, do, we got some questions are back for this week. Yay, that's uh, no question. at gmail.com is the email address. Also, I should probably say uh, thanks, Adam Tickets, for sponsoring the show this week. Otherwise, I'm going to totally forget before the show is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, slash Adam Tickets or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page. Uh, okay, let's talk about the, the. We got three of them. I think we'll try to do all of them. Let, let's, save, okay. uh, let's save the one that we can both answer for last. Okay. Get these other ones out of the way first. Uh, okay, so... Um, all right, I'm going to attempt the hard one first, Jacqueline. The okay. One I'm gonna try to Good not, luck. The one where I'm going to try to not talk for too long. Okay. Uh, Mark says, Hello, Anthony and Jacqueline, really enjoying the show. A couple episodes back, Anthony said he ran a wrestling promotion. You can't just leave it there. What's the story, assuming it's not too long? Uh, I mean, it is a long story. Uh... I mean, if I really want to talk about it, I could talk about it uh, for a long time. Um, it is, uh, I guess the the short of it is, I, th- I think I maybe mentioned uh, several podcasts back that I, I never wanted to be a wrestler when I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. always the guy who wanted to be the guy who wrote the shows. That was always my thing. Uh, for some reason, that's the aspect that fascinated me, not actually doing it. And, uh, that was always kind of like a dream. And me and several friends had similar, uh, hopes and, and dreams about that sort of thing. And we met various wrestlers and other friends who became wrestlers. Uh, they, when we got older, they would, they went and trained and things like that. And, uh, one year, I think it was maybe 2007, I think we just decided we were going to do it. Uh, and, uh, and it's not cheap. I mean, it's not like buying a house, but it's not uh, cheap either to get like real equipment, like rings and belts and stuff like that. I mean, you can you can cheap ass it, but it's not good to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. So we didn't. We you know we put a lot of money into it, and we called in a lot of favors from friends that we knew. Uh, and then they would call in favors from friends that they knew and so on and so forth. And, uh, yeah, we ran, it was like a local independent promotion. I mean, it's nothing even close to like what most independents are like today. It was really tiny and local. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything I can compare it to that you would like be like, oh yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but it would be, you know, small crowds, things like that, uh, you know, uh, 100, 125, 150 max, sometimes small, small crowds. Uh, and we ran for about a year, uh, I think. And sometimes it was a blast, uh, cause you're out there doing like this thing that you never thought you'd be doing. And here you are, uh, doing it. There's strangers that you've never met before in your life, buying tickets and coming to your shows and buying, you know, DVD copies of, like, the previous shows uh, and things like that. And I got to meet a bunch of cool people uh, and things like that. Some of it was just, you know, amazing. Like, wow, I'm I'm living the dream in a way. Like, a thing that I've been thinking about since I was a kid. But 
there were also times like uh, it where it just was not fun. It was really stressful. Like, uh, you know, it stopped being about having fun and turned into, you know, did we not, yeah, did we not sell enough tickets to make sure that we can run again? Uh, You know, do we not make enough to even give some of these guys gas money for driving all the way here? Uh, You know, these dudes would go in there and they would put on a good show. uh, But, you know, a lot, there's a lot of that weight there. And a lot of that weight just made it not fun. And also, there's a stunning amount of pettiness and political stuff going on. Like, every state has their own independent scene, and they have their levels. Uh, Michigan is not a particularly high area for independent wrestling, uh, where I live. Um, some of the other states closer, like like Chicago area or like in the... Uh, mm. New York, Pennsylvania area, or even like in Ohio, it's better. Michigan is not a particularly huge independent wrestling state. Uh, but a lot of the promotions here are just a lot of the people that, at least when we were doing our stuff, were just assholes. There was a lot of tough stuff to deal with. And it became, especially near the end, it, it wasn't a chore. It was still fun once the show started rolling. Uh, like mm. once you get into the show, it's fun until the end. And then it's like the high of being, you know, doing the show goes away and then it's all the other stuff. And that happened so many times that it ended up like I stopped watching wrestling for years, like all together after it, like it almost completely killed any love I had for it. Which is nuts. Usually when people get to join in on the thing that they've loved for so long, it usually only enhances how much they love it, but uh, <laughs> it backfired in a lot of ways for me. So, yeah. Um, okay. I got a lot of good memories, but... Uh, and there are definitely times where I wish I could go go back and do it again, like do that stuff. But, you know, it's under like the conditions of I have unlimited money and resources uh, <laughs> things that I will never have uh, yep so like I would like to go back to it there's times that I miss it a lot but there's also a lot of stuff I don't miss so yeah it, 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 All it, right. it felt like one of those don't meet your heroes moments Aww. <laughs> so uh, yeah it, so yeah, I don't know enough of that enough of that crap enough of that too much, too much negativity. Um, Bishop writes, uh, Hey, Anthony, it's the former Red Devils United. Uh, Red Devils was a former Cinema Geekly Premium subscriber when that thing existed. Uh, yeah. I just discovered the wrestling show, and I'm in. Do you guys have a plan to hey. cover the TakeOver Hangover shows? I'm guessing by that he means the shows after the show after a TakeOver. Oh. Uh, they do... They. I mean, there obviously is an NXT show the week after a takeover. I don't know if you've watched them before, but they are very uneventful. Yep. They tape two matches, usually, before takeover for this show. And the rest of the show is spent with, you know, highlights of takeover. Mm -hmm. And there's usually not a lot to talk about. Um, I don't have a specific plan. I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to do takeover shows, because... I mean, we may just have to do double duty because of the day that we record right. on. We may have to just record an episode where we talk about 
the Go Home NXT episode and then the TakeOver in the same podcast yeah. uh, in order to cover for it. As for the Hangover shows, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to cover the Hangover shows where not really much happens? Or do you want to do something else like do a full review of an NXT UK show? Or... Huh. Or maybe I pick something random off of the network and we watch that. Uh, I think I'd that rather watch... That like a fun idea. I, I mean, there there are... I mean, I don't know. I could be... Okay, hey, Jacqueline, we're going to watch... We're going to watch this show from 1992. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound fun. Um, I would think probably not the Hangover show, just because... They're, like you said, there's real, they're real slow. We could and talk... We would have a 10-minute podcast that week where we're like, yeah, these two matches happened, they were okay, and somebody won, and there were also a lot of highlight packages. And we give it a two. <laughs> yeah, and then we'd move on. Uh, I mean, for me, the leading candidate, because it's just there, is doing a full review of an NXT UK show. That uh, would make the most sense. Because I, I don't think they're going to be doing takeovers or anything like that anytime soon. Uh, so maybe no, we could... After- so maybe we could do that for a hangover show and we'll just fully cover a, a UK episode instead and then go, go back to normal NXT the week after that. Okay. Well, that's, I yeah. guess that's the unofficial plan or, yeah. we, or because at, we said it here, maybe it's official. At least for the time being. Yeah. Until we think of something <laughs> else. Uh, uh, Gemma says, Hey all first an update. Uh, I'm probably not going to be watching a lot of Japanese wrestling right now. There's only so much time in the day. That's right. She had asked about people said, should I watch Japanese wrestling? Uh, I have been watching Mix Match Challenge on the network. Have you guys watched Mm -hmm. it? First, I'll answer that question. No, I have not watched it. I have watched it. I've watched pieces of it. I'm not in it like Mm -hmm. super into it, but I have seen um, bits and pieces of it. Okay. Uh, each team has a silly name. If you guys were a tag team, what would your name be? They do have, they do have some silly names. Some of them are better than others. Yes. I do believe when Mickey James was teaming with Bobby Lashley, their unofficial name was Mickey Bobby, which I do believe is a reference to a Will Ferrell. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Yes. (laughs) Uh, so that, that's pretty clever. Um, but you know, like I think like AJ and Charlotte's, team is like the phenomenal woos or something like that i don't know all of their team names but some names are really good uh and some names are less good how much <laughs> how much thought did you put into this because i gotta be honest I, okay i i struggled to think of something here okay so do you want to go me, first then hit me hit me with it because i'm i'm struggling Wait, okay okay so and this is for you and i correct yes if we were a mix okay so i have two okay the first one is Jack Attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the second one is, now, we have never met, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with we're both probably pretty average people. I so, would say that I am very average. Awesome. So I'm going to go with just your average savages. Ah, see, you put in some, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> good like some good thoughts to this. Like, I yeah. was, I was struggling to think of, like... Because I know that they try to think of something that's like, uh, you know, like Sasha Banks is the legit boss. So they're going to work boss into their team name right. or something like that. But we're just normal non-wrestling folks. So we don't really have nicknames to this degree that, 
you know, right. like we have our friends have nicknames for us or whatever, but yeah, uh, you know, not to this level. We don't have brands. Uh, no. So I, I wasn't really sure uh, what to go with. <laughs> I really wanted to think of something that was podcasting related, like a team, uh, uh. like a like a team that wouldn't like you and I would be terrified to be physically assaulted by these other wrestlers. So we would use like, uh, like wit and charm and humor to perhaps talk yeah. our way out of situations. That's real life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what would work best, but I was struggling to come up with a name. Like everything I was trying to think of sounds like the worst name ever. Um, what about wit and wisdom? Like Wit and what? Wait, what was it? Wit and wisdom. Wit, wit and wisdom. Yeah, that's not bad. That's way better than like uh, <laughs> uh, podcast pals or. Uh... We sound like a children's show. <laughs> yeah, like the Super Friends. <laughs> like look, that, look. You know what? I'll be honest though. I think if we were the podcast pals and our whole <laughs> character was that we would try to talk ourselves out of situations where we could be beat up, people would yeah. really hate us. I think that would work yes. out really well. We'd we'd annoy everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, You know what? I think I'd be a big fan of that. Uh, We talk our way out of a situation, and then we just fist bump, and then at the same time we'd say, podcast pals. And then everybody (laughs) would boo vociferously at us. (laughs) I'm okay with being hated. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to... It's a terrible name for a tag team, but I'm definitely going to go with podcast pals, at least as the title of this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I, I didn't, I had not thought of one up until now, but, uh, I, I think that, I think that works out just fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen everybody, but, uh, you never know. You, you can one never day. say never. Yeah. You can never say never in wrestling. Who knows? It's true. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, that's it for this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. Plus, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. And that way, you can hear us come back next week and talk about episode 474 of NXT, in which we find out what the NXT Championship match will be for NXT TakeOver War Games. 